Welcome to Who Killed the Radio Star. My name is Steve Lind. I'm Tyler. We got a 2.0 for you today, gang. <laughs> got a version 2.0. We got a little behind the scenes look. We've recorded this episode already, and things went horribly wrong. It happens to everybody. It happens. Every podcast I listen to. Well, it happens to podcasters, but not everyone else. Right, I'm saying, but every podcast I listen to has a lost episode because of audio problems. Yeah, and that's what we had, and they're still not even resolved. Yeah. Dude, this might not even see the light of day. We don't know. The show must go on. That's our motto. We made that. That's an original. (laughs) That's a Who Killed the Radio Star original. We are going to get some t-shirts printed up. All right, today we are going to talk about one of the biggest conspiracies in rock and roll history. Paul McCartney is a lizard person. He's not. Well, we we can't rule that out. We can never rule out anyone being a lizard person, which is the whole thing with the lizard people. Right? We should probably do that episode at some point. Lizard people? Just lizard, like Paul McCartney's a lizard man? He could be. There's a lot of them. We are looking at the theory of, is Paul McCartney actually dead? And was he replaced with a lookalike? It's a big one. You know, people people love this one. It's, uh, I'm not going to say the original music conspiracy, but it's a very popular one from back in the day and kind of maybe for this generation, for, for, for being so ingrained in the zeitgeist, it is the definitive music conspiracy in a lot of ways. So there are several different variations of the theory, but it goes that Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 1966 on November 6th. Or maybe September 11th. Depends who you ask. Blimey, I'm about to crash. Supposedly, he had an argument with the other members of the Beatles. He took off, drove off, frustrated and angry, possibly distracted by a meter maid, (laughs) and crashed a car. (laughs) Oh, man. It really is impressive how much this shit just, like, leaves your head immediately after recording. Because I forgot about the meter maid, and I love the meter maid idea. That, like, of all the things that would distract... It's a meter made. It's Lovely Rita. That song about in the song Lovely Rita, which we'll get into. The band and or MI5. Like James Bond. They then replaced Paul with a lookalike to either spare the world the grief of losing such an iconic artist. Which is ridiculous. Or so that the Beatles could just continue their own careers. That makes more sense. I don't know. The theory began to grow throughout 1967, but it was quickly addressed and denied by Beatles magazine. They had their own magazine, and that was like... Oh, yeah. People had their own magazines. Even in the 90s, we had people with their own magazines. Yeah. Remember how much Spice Girls shit there was? I had the Spice Girls bubblegum. Oh, yeah. Remember the Spice Girls bubblegum? Yeah. There was like... uh, Pretty good. There was collectible... Stickers. Yeah. I had a bunch of them. I stuck them all over every, all sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love that part of like uh, childhood because you still see it to this day. I mean, it's not something that's undeniable, but that idea of like getting a hold of stickers and just putting them all over something. Like I work in computer repair and I get computers in all the time for children that are just covered in nonsense stickers. And then there's like the one that'll be faded. Yep. And then there's another one that's been attempted to be peeled off, but like it did the thing where you start to peel it off and then it just like rips so it's like half image and half that white stuff underneath the sticker i've got my desk is covered in stickers how are they how are they holding up pretty good keep putting new ones on there i'm not gonna stop i have a few sticker things in my house i got a fridge in the in the in the garage with a bunch of stickers <laughs> welcome to sticker cast and i got a bedside table that we've that my fiance and i have had for a long time 10 years 15 years and it's covered in stickers and uh some of them on there really bad 
Some of them are like, why did we ever put that on there? I look shit. We covered up a good one. But, you know, that's what stickers are all about. You grow and you change. That's right. After the theory was denied, it sort of lost a little bit of steam. But in October of 1969, a caller to a radio station brought up the rumors, went on to discuss them with, DJ, with the radio DJs. We all know Paul is dead. Everyone knows it on the streets. The streets are talking. The streets are talking about how Paul is dead. Everybody knows it. This caller brought up the fact that if you play some of these Beatles songs backwards, there could be some cryptic messages hmm. hidden inside. They played them on the radio, played them on the air, it caught steam again, and it wasn't long before like big mainstream radio stations were doing the same, and the theory spread like wildfire. Oh. Yeah, some of these messages, uh, you know, I had not heard before the previous recording attempt of this episode. <laughs> Um, some of them like definitely seem to be legit and some of them seem to be a little bit of a stretch. We're going to get into all of them. Well, there's actually like so many, so we're actually not going yeah, to get into Yeah, we're not going to do that. No, I don't want to We're going to pick and choose the big ones. The biggest piece of evidence here, or one of the biggest, is the cover of the famous album, Abbey Road. Mm. We all know it, right? Yep. The Beatles walking across the street. Now, if you were maybe a plebeian, you might have viewed that as just the Beatles walking across the street. But what's actually going on there could be a funeral procession. Mm, I can I can see it. And by that, I mean, that's dumb and I hate it. <laughs> well, let's break it down. In the front, we have John Lennon dressed in all white. JL. Like a preacher. Big old JL. That's what they called him. Or maybe the symbolizing the heavenly figure. Ooh. Mm. Right? Behind him, Ringo Starr. Like an angel. Have you ever seen those like depictions, artist depictions of angels? Yeah, they're just like guys in a white suit. No, no, no. Like the, the actual like angels from the Bible. Oh, they're like demons. They're like eyeballs. They're like a million eyeballs. I'm going to bring this up for like you. Like a beholder. It's fucking nuts, man. Like angel uh, from Bible. Look at this shit. I, viewers, I encourage you to Google this shit. Listeners. What did I say? You call them viewers. Viewers. Uh, biblically accurate angels. That they're is just, wild. This is a bunch of wings and eyes. eyes. Yeah. Look at this shit. That's pretty dope. Maybe I'll get that tattooed on me. Yo, we should fucking get super into Christianity. Okay. Well, behind John Lennon, we have Ringo Starr dressed in all black, symbolizing Satan. Could be, yeah. Or The Undertaker. Right? Ooh. American Badass. Oh, yeah. He's he supposed <laughs> American Badass edition, where instead of a supernatural being, he's just a biker for some reason. Behind Ringo, George Harrison, dressed in all denim, mm-hmm. right? Who yep. wears all denim? Gra- the the grave diggers. Grave diggers. I got it there first, so I win. Grave diggers. Doesn't matter if they're working in a cemetery or if they're driving a monster truck. They're in all denim. Denim, the, the Canadian tuxedo is a wild thing. I don't think I've ever worn all... We think we talked about this last... <laughs> I've never I've never been a Canadian tuxedo. I don't think I've ever worn one since I was a, like a, a small child. Yeah, you are not. You have no denim uh, up top. There's no denim on you above the waist ever. Yeah, it's true. And I wear jeans frequently. But yeah. there's I don't have any denim tops. Yeah, but we should get you some. You know what? I really like that mom jean look where they get the <laughs> Canadian <do> tuxedo <laughs> and then they wear the denim shirt and it's got like an embroidered flower pattern with like it's a not, bumblebee yeah, 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 and, yeah. A, and a, a rainbow. Like a ladybug? Yeah, absolutely. And they just like, like what is the thought process there? Like, did she just wake up and like, I don't want to have any agency as a sexual person anymore. I just put me, put me in ladybug uh, We don't denim know. We top. don't know. I think it's more this like a lot of Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. Is she just trying to disarm Everyone, 
Yeah, I think they just think it looks. I think it's just nice, you know. It it, it sends a message that you're a hard work hard working woman. You love your family. You love your family. You love your country. But you like ladybugs too. <laughs> what a weird aesthetic. Okay, so we also have Paul McCartney, right? And actually, for the record, he's in he he's in between the denim and the all black. So he's in between Harrison and Ringo. So he's in between the Undertaker and the Gravedigger. Think about that. Exactly. And he doesn't have shoes, right? No. Like a corpse, symbolizing a corpse, because traditionally we, we bury people with no shoes. Is that, a, is that a real thing? Everyone knows that. Okay. Everyone, everyone okay. knows that. Yeah, never heard of that one before, but all right. Paul McCartney also holding his cigarette mm? in the wrong hand. Oh! He's holding it in his right hand when everyone knows Paul McCartney is left-handed. As a smoker, I've never held a cigarette in my opposite hand, in my, my non-dominant hand. You feel weird? Doesn't feel right? One more piece of evidence, the final piece of evidence on the Abbey Road cover is a license plate on the back of a Volkswagen Beetle in the background, and it reads LMW281F. See, now this is the most obvious piece of evidence, because that can only mean one thing. 28, 28. That's the age that Paul McCartney would have been at the time that it was released. Shit. Right? Except that he wasn't because he was dead. Yep. Right? LMW could stand for Linda McCartney Widow. Fuck. So obvious. Or maybe Linda McCartney weeps. Shit. They're just like, they're telling us and we're not listening. Now, unfortunately, uh, at that point, Linda McCartney, she was actually still Linda Eastman. <laughs> so not, not married to Paul yet. So and, uh, this part doesn't mean anything at all. Uh, yeah. Because in fact, if Paul did die in 1966 in November or September, hmm? they hadn't met by that point. Linda Ooh. and Paul had not even met. So it's a fun little piece. Think about that. Trivia that I think just sort of worked out. Think about that. Now, by this point, the Beatles are known for for backwards masking in their music. This is the thing that's going on, right? This is the thing that groovy people are checking out that every album that you're buying. And you know there had to have been a guy who is like, you know, your friend who's buying every album. Not just the Beatles, like everything. First thing he does is play it backwards. Yeah. See what's on there. Once you get that Reddit karma. Oh, and Reddit in 1966 was a whole different. Oh, man. So racist. (laughs) <laughs> it was like Twitter now. Twitter's a fucking cesspool right now, eh? Have you been on Twitter lately? It's fucking, it's oh, a disaster. Yeah. Have you noticed that, like, since, like, Elon's taken over, like, you're getting more right-wing propaganda, like, it's in, everywhere. Your, in your feed? It's everywhere. Like, they just, like, they'll slip in all your normal shit, and then they'll just slip in a guy who's just like, how about those black guys? I don't like them. I hate the social media now. It's just, like, you can't get away. It, it, it used to be, like, the stuff you followed is the stuff you saw. But now there's all this, we think you'll like this. And yeah. because you saw this, there's now this. I don't want that. I don't want it. But I, you can't stop it. I want what I have, and that's it. You know, th- th- that's the nice part about there's a browser called Apollo, which is a Reddit client, that doesn't do that shit. It just mm. gives you the things you're subscribed to. The problem is, I can't use it. Because on that <laughs> is my... Weird, my, weird porn is, is my porn account. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I knew it. I know, knew that's what I knew that's my secondary client. Coming, yeah. You know. So maybe I maybe I should <laughs> flip flop them actually. Maybe like I fish. should. Maybe I should take Apollo, make that my main. Yeah. There you go. You're flip. You're flipping it inside out. You know what? I really like this. I should write this down. <laughs> well, we recorded it. I mean, it's yeah. Like writing it down. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a really advanced form of writing it. All right. Let's look at this backwards Beatles action all right they started putting it depends on how you look at it right did they start putting cryptic messages in to reveal secrets or yes. to fuck with people both probably both right but the one thing we do know is that they did do it 
one of the biggest ones that we'll first look at is the song Revolution Number 9. Everyone knows the song. Well, maybe not everyone. But it gets made fun of. It gets spoofed a lot. Yeah, one of my favorites is on The Simpsons when they do they do the B sharp, so it's the whole Beatles thing. It's basically Let It Be, but it's on Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, right. It's fucking the Yoko, whatever the Yoko uh, person is with Barney. <laughs> it's just number eight. Burp. Number eight. Burp. Number eight. Burp. I mean, I didn't even know what Revolution number nine was until... I just thought it was funny was that he was much burping. Older. Yeah, I was like, this is great. Look at that. Look at that lady. Famously, at the end of Revolution number nine, it, it says number nine over and over. Just like that. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine. But when you play it backwards, it reveals a different message. Let's take a listen. Turn me on, Nedman. Turn me on, dead man. Mm, no, I think it said, Turn me on, Nedman. Turn me on, Deadman. Turn me on, Nedman. Now, what could turn me on, dead man, even mean? Literally nothing. Hmm. <laughs> could mean reactivate Paul McCartney. Reactivate with a new Paul McCartney. The McCartney bot. <laughs> Reinitialize the McCartney bot. It would be way cool if he was a robot. Oh shit! Maybe he is. No, because well, no. he looks like shit. Now. It could be like Terminator, Genesis. Hmm? I don't. I don't hate that. Right? Because yeah. that that was the Terminator. I think from T two that stayed, and and then he aged. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make much sense. Nah, but Arnold's but, back. Know. We love Arnie. We love Arnie. We need him back. All right. Another one is the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. This one, when played backwards, says. I buried Paul. See, that one, I think, is more legit. It says it. Because, like, that's the thing about this whole thing is that, like, that uh, there was a point where the Beatles were aware of it. Like, if you watch that new documentary the, that Peter Jackson did with the Let It Be footage, there are points where they're acknowledging the fact that they know about the conspiracy and that they're feeding into it to some extent. So this one, that one is clearly, that is clearly I buried Paul. It certainly sounds like it. And there, and when he plays forward, it's not anything. Well, here's the thing, though, is that John Lennon actually did address this one. And he says that he did put a message in there on purpose. But what he actually put was cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. It doesn't sound like cranberry sauce. Oh, it sounds legit like I buried Paul. And I think that one is part of that time frame where they were well aware of it and then they're just trying to they're, they're trolling these i are, think this these is some beetles. og tr- beetle trolling these are beetles these are trolls the last one we're going to listen to is the end of i'm so tired when played backwards could be saying paul is dead man i miss him miss him miss him let's check it out <laughs> That one I don't like. <laughs> that one, I, I think maybe like part of it could be legit. Now, there's a little bit of jimble jamble at the start of that one. The first couple of seconds don't really matter. But it does sound it does sound like Paul is dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. I, the Paul is dead man, I get. The, the miss him, miss him, miss him part, I think, is a bit of a stretch. They miss him. What do you mean? What kind, what kind of stretch is that? I just mean like the, the interpretation of what is being said on that. I don't like it. Maybe it's something to go along with the cranberry sauce. And he's saying like... Missed, missed to them. All of the fixins, fixins, fixins. Mm. 
God damn, I'm so hungry. Don't do this to me. Mashed potatoes. I would love a turkey dinner right now. Holy fucking shit. You know what? I would end a life for a turkey dinner right now. Like a day in the life, right? Which is a song what about I'm... <laughs> a man dying in a car crash. See, the world I'm posing here is a situation where I am a hitman for turkey. I like it. But yeah, that's what I want to be. I want to be a guy who's like <laughs> in a trench coat in a dark alley. And you're like, you find out from the a bunch friend of, of a friend needs. of a friend. And, you know, you walk in there and you go, I need this man killed. And I go, do you got the goods? And then you bring out a comically large briefcase <laughs> and you open it. It's a full turkey dinner. Oh, I'm fucking hungry. I'm so hungry. The song Day in the Life literally tells the story of a man dying in a car crash. Could be Paul. It could be. The song Lovely Rita could be the meter maid we were speaking of. Rita the meter maid. Lovely Rita. On the album cover for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, there's a lot of interesting things going on, Tyler. Mm, Interesting. That's always a code word for not real. (laughs) Interesting indeed. The thing with this album is that this is when the Beatles were like, they'd just taken a lot of drugs and started dabbling. This is when psychedelic Beatles were sort of born. The Beatles were reborn as the trippy Beatles. They were really into alt-right Twitter and they were trolling. You see those early images of the Beatles when they're all in their suits with their little bowl cuts doing their pop music, their Brit pop. They're bipping and bopping. This is when they threw that out the window and they started writing songs about octopus. Yep. Octopi. Octopuses. It is octopuses. It's actually octopuses. You told me that. I did tell you that, didn't I? Yeah. It was really wild when I learned. <laughs> <laughs> An octopus scientist told us that. Yeah. A, uh, 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 de- what is it? What is it? Decalpod? So, being that this album was sort of the rebirth of the Beatles, there's a lot of symbolism for life and death, which could also be because Paul McCartney died and they replaced them. Yep. Or they were just doing a bunch of drugs and thinking about it. Of the four Beatles on the main cover, they are all standing facing the camera, except for Paul. He is standing sideways. Think about that. As if if he was... Dead. A a corpse being propped up in a Weekend at Bernie's type scenario. Oh, sweet Jesus. That would be incredible if we just, like, didn't know that it was a Weekend at Bernie's scenario. And then eventually when we found out, we looked back at all the footage and we're like, how did we not notice this? It's been going on for 60 years. Yeah, it just, like, you just see these pictures of, like, him meeting the queen. You just see Ringo, like, reaching around and grabbing his arm and shaking it up and down. Okay, so another another interesting thing here is... Paul's been dead for years. <laughs> I love. I actually wrote Weekend at Bernie's, and I had to pitch it to the studio under a pseudonym. I had to fake my own death. I had a man come and uh, did, uh, attempt to kill me. I paid him off. It was originally called Weekend at Ringo's. I didn't want anyone to know that, that he was dead, but I had to write this comical <laughs> script. Okay, so in another image on the album, people notice a patch on the arm of Paul McCartney. That said OPD. Okay, guys. <laughs> Officially pronounced dead. Guys, I I'm not I'm not gonna pretend like I'm doing this again, but I fucking nailed this one in the last record. He said OPD and I was like, yeah, Ontario Police Department or some shit, even though it's OPP. That's what it was. And that's what it was. <laughs> I fucking nailed that shit. It turns out that if you look at it, it looks like an OPP patch. An OPP patch, and the way it's wrinkled, the D could actually be a P. Yes. For those of you who don't know, that's the Provincial Police Force of Ontario in Canada, where we're from. The OPP. Yeah. Some places have the RCMP. I'm sure if you're not from Canada and you're listening to this, you know about the Mounties. Everyone yep. knows about the Mounties. Yep. 
So the Mounties are a real thing that are, are technically our like state police force. And they've been around for a long time. And, you know, they don't all dress like Mounties anymore. But, you know, and ceremonially they do. But they did look like that like 100, 150 years ago. Yeah. Um, but so now they look see. like regular cops. But, but they'll have a fun little patch. They have a fun little patch. And they are the provincial police force for several provinces out west. But fucking nailed it, guys. <laughs> and, yeah, Paul actually did address this. And he said he doesn't know what the patch is. But he got it somewhere in Canada, in yeah. Ontario. Boom. So pretty bang on there. Another interesting thing, though, on the album cover is that there is a gravesite, right? And the gravesite has a left-handed guitar laying on top of it. See, this is just more trolling. This is them full trolling. Paul McCartney left-handed. Paul McCartney left-handed. Now the guitar has sticks laying across it instead of strings. Mm, thinking about that, sticks are an ancient symbol for death. There are only three sticks instead of four as there would be on a guitar if they were strings four strings four sticks there are only three symbolizing there are only three members of the beatles left the true owner of the left-handed guitar being paul mccartney is dead yeah or they're trolling which i definitely think this is i think it's a really good troll they're not being too obvious with shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I mean, obviously OPD is not it is a, a troll. That's just like likely. people being idiots. But we, I think we, bought, we both are sort of on the side that this is one giant troll. But it is a really fun thing to look at and dissect. And there's so many different pieces. But let's play with the idea that Paul was actually replaced with a lookalike. Who is this lookalike? Well, his name, supposedly, was Bill Shepard. A man who went by the name Billy Shears. Others say that he was actually an orphan from Edinburgh. Thanks for that. Edinburgh. Actually named William Campbell. Hmm. Which also could be... Billy Soup. Shortened down to Billy Soup. Billy Soups. (laughs) And another theory is that Britain's MI5. Back at it again. James Bond lives down my street. Sometimes he takes a helicopter to work. That is a deep reference if anyone gets that. (laughs) If anyone gets that, they're going to fucking love it. The theory is that MI5 stepped in due to their concern for the panic and distress that Paul's death could cause and orchestrated the replacement. I just picture this like overweight, pompously dressed British man who's like, It'll be a disaster! The culture will crumble! We can't let them know that Paul's dead! The Beatles are everything to Britain! We must make a robot! We must perform... A weekend at Bernie's scenario. <laughs> how good of a how good of a of, of a puppeteer is Ringo? Well, he's Can the best, he throw sir. his voice? He's the best in the country, sir. No, we have to kill him too. Put a better puppeteer as Ringo. We will kill them all and replace them with robots. <laughs> <laughs> so if that if we're going with that theory, the remaining Beatles then upset from losing their friend. And being forced to replace their bandmate, then began leaving the hidden messages throughout their songs and artwork to relay the truth. <laughs> Paul has since addressed most of these rumors since and debunked Say all it. of them. Guys, I'm right, I'm right here. I'm not dead. So, I don't know what more you want from me. <laughs> yes, I'm standing uh, here. I'm and here. I'm not dead. I'm not a marionette. I'm not a robot. Uh, not Weekend Bernie's. Like, look, I'm alive. And as this is all happening, there's a couple people behind him moving his arms around. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, sunglasses. Wait a minute. On. That's just a that's just a scarecrow. <laughs> this is a scarecrow just like Paul McCartney. He's got buttons for eyes. So with Paul addressing all of these and debunking them, it is likely that it is not true. But it is fun, and it does show that if you go looking for evidence, you will most likely find it, especially if it is in art made by a bunch of people tripping on LSD, purposely trolling you. Okay, right here, we should put in some backmasking. You should just put in like... I'll put in some. I'll put that backwards. Paul has also, it's been spoofed a lot over the years, and Paul actually released a live album spoofing the theory Paul is dead. The album is called Paul is Live, or Paul is Live, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Paul is Live. <laughs> English is wild. Now our favorite one here, back to The Simpsons. Paul McCartney has been on The Simpsons several times. Lots of Simpsons are known, if you don't know, Simpsons are known for bringing in celebrities. They play themselves. They have a little fun. They usually spoof things that are commonly known about them. Everyone laughs. Everyone laughs. Right? Goes, ha -ha. Now, Paul McCartney is in an episode with Linda McCartney. And at the end of it, they tell Lisa that if you play the song, Maybe I'm Amazed, backwards, you will hear a recipe for a ripping lentil soup. Mm. Noted vegetarian. <laughs> And, um, then, and then, yeah, I did not know that this, until the previous recording, that this is legit. Yeah, so the song actually plays in the credits for The Simpsons. And if you play it backwards, you you can hear the recipe. I mean, it's it's done on purpose. Like, it's there. Yeah, it's, and it's, this is only on The Simpsons, the, 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 when the, they play the song in the outro of The Simpsons. Yeah. Not in I don't think the, the actually song recording. does. Yeah, I don't think the actual, actual song does. Because it's it's like a whole recipe. Yeah. We, we're not going to play it for you here because it is a bit of a longer listen, but uh, it's on YouTube. Check it out. But if you're just interested in the soup, we have the recipe right now. We got one medium onion. Chopped. Two tablespoons vegetable oil. Chopped. One cup of carrots. Chopped. One, one clove of garlic. Crushed. Two stalks of celery. Chopped. Half cup of lentils. Crushed. One bay leaf. Chewed. One tablespoon of chopped parsley. Sniffed. Two quarter cups of vegetable stock. Mmm, tasty. Now, I'm going to make this soup sooner or later. Yeah, and we're going to send it to each one of you, <laughs> our listeners. He's going to make... You get a soup, and you get a soup, and you get a soup. We're going to put his mailing address up, and then if you want soup, you just need to send us a self-addressed prepaid envelope, and we will fill that envelope <laughs> with, with a... With a quart of delicious <laughs> lentil soup and, and send it right back to you. And you know what? That's that's the who killed the radio star guarantee. It is. We love soup here. God, I fucking love a soup. Soup gonna, is good food. I'm going to eat some. I'm so hungry. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're hungry. talking about food too much. Look, we were able to get it back out because the show must go on and the show went on. Yeah, I think uh, I think all things considered, this was probably better. A little less organic yeah. because, you know, we're already covering territory. We sound like before. robots. We're in a weekend at Bernie situation. We really are. But I was also extremely hungover with the last recording and did not bring a lot of energy. So oh, this time I am. I feel like that's a little bit better. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. If you would like to write in and address anything we've spoken of, or maybe if you have some topics you'd like us to approach in the future. Or you want to get on that, that pre-list for the soup. The soup. Yeah, well, that's a different email. That's going to be WKTRSSoup. WKTRSoup. <laughs> Who killed the radio soup? <laughs> you can email us at WKTRSPOD at gmail.com. Who killed the radio spot? 
Follow us on the social medias. We're getting back on there. We're we're mixing it up on Twitter with Elon Musk. Yeah, check out check out. <laughs> we're we're gonna pivot to the alt right. You know, we've been promising it, but no, I think no, we're no, gonna no, go no, no, no. hard left on Instagram, hard right on Twitter. Well, let's see what happens, right? Yang yang. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and we will be back again next week. Thank you.